Welcome back, Baruch Hashem. We continue with the sugya of Chazora. That's where we left off uh, last week. We were discussing the sugya. What happened to what? We stopped that a while back. We know how to do it already. Okay, let's talk about Chazora, Baruch Chazora is the sugya of taking something off the fire and replacing it, returning it back to where it came from. And we mentioned there were five conditions. We talked about, if I remember... Uh, last share was regarding the uh, Indian of if some of the conditions are missing, what is the halacha? Today I want to move on to a um, different sugya, but of course within the sugya of Chazara. Uh, two specific sugyas that I want to mention today. One is like this, something we mentioned in a slight little version last year where we talked about the idea of the hot plate being off. Can I move it from one to the other? So I want to talk even a stage before that. Taking something from one blech to another blech, right? Which is, could be Nagea. For example, if, um, this, you know, I've got one in the kitchen, or I've got one in the dining room, and I want to change it from this one to that one, or there's not enough space, I'm going to move, you know, things around, or whatever it may be. Generally, moving things around like this. There's, there's a Ramah in Rachel and Gimel, where the Ramah says in base very clearly that you are allowed to take something from one blech to another blech. There is no problem taking a pot of food that's on a blech, fully cooked, boiling hot, a la milers, and moving it from one blech, hot plate, crock pot, whatever it may be, into another crock pot, blech, uh, uh, hot plate, whatever it may be, providing that we have all of the conditions. The conditions, as we know, being hot, blech, and fully cooked. If I have all of those conditions, then I'm 100% okay. What's important to note is as follows. What is the din, and this is quite gay when you're not using a hot plate. A hot plate basically is one ish. When you have a hot plate, it's one piece of fire, one shtick fire, right? The element goes all over the place in different ways, and therefore there's no place generally on most hot plates. Some hot plates do have a hotter area and a cooler area, like one is a warmer, one is our actual hot. But I'm talking about a regular, normal Israeli hot plate that you get in this country that you see in yeshiva, those black hot plates, you plug them in, off they are, it's a regular piece of fire, it's a shtick of fire. Therefore, to move the chicken soup from one area on the hot plate, to another air in the hot plate is a vadamuta. Why? What did I do wrong? I just moved it from fire to fire, but it's all one piece of fire, and therefore, what do you mean no? No, it's not. And even if it is, in every place on a hot plate, it has the ability to heat something to Yadza lettuce boy. So it could be that under the coil itself, I hear, but if it's slightly by the way, maybe in thermometer wise, it will be slightly less in temperature. But at the end of the day, it has the same ability. To make something to yatsa lettuce by, right? Now, Samir, are you with me? Therefore, to move something around on a hot plate, Ellie, is good. Rap, yeah? Got that? One hot plate, one fire. What if you use a blech with a fire underneath it? What happens if you've got a big blech and you've got a fire in one corner? Let's say if you've got four burners and one burner is on, or two burners, let's just make it easy. One burner is on and I've got a big blech. Now, the blechs generally come in a big sheet, right? Everyone's seen them before. And it covers generally all four burners. And even if one is on, so then, okay, it's covered, it's a black, and therefore I could do chazor, but add to that place if I take it off and do all the other conditions. What about moving from one area of that black to another area and back? What's the din? So I want to split up the black into three sections. The three sections are as follows. There's number one, we'll call it, under the fire itself. The, in other words, above the fire area itself, that's, that's, that's area number one, we'll call it. Area number two is not a directly above the fire, but around the fire. It's around the fire. It's still pretty hot over there. 
Still pretty hot, but it's not directly over the fire. Rafi, with me? And number three, we'll call it, area number three, Rafal, is where? Much further away. On the other end of the blech. Right? There's no fire there. It's basically, it's like warm, maybe, over there. David, yeah? Luke, what? Lukewarm. Thank you, Ben. Okay, thank you very much. So what's the din to take something from area number one and put it on area number two, for example? Yeah? Now, let's just, let's, maybe we'll go a step, step back. To put something on area number one, Dusavad on Shabbos, Nesina Chatzchel is also, right? Aaron, you must come with that one? Right. To take something, a schnitzel fully cooked from the fridge and put it onto directly area number one, Dusavadu is also, you have to take an overturned thing, unless you go with the Shulchan Al-Kharab, which is a different svara. But on Kaponim, generally, you can't put something on area number one, because that's Allah H. That's Mexican Mavashal, Eneha Mexican Mavashal, Kodani Mizu, Remainer Vitsasa. Now, putting, uh, t- taking it from area number one, let's move on. Now, area number two. If, if I put something from area number two, can I put it to area number one? Oh, Zukrafal, if it's hot, what's the problem? So he's right. If the area number two is an area that something could get to Yatzalatis, boy, so Ba'etam is the same thing as number one. It's a place of Me'avobishal. Mimela, from number two to number one is okay. What about number three? Hello? It's very gay, by the way. Because sometimes you don't have space around the area of the fire, so you put a few things around it. And before you know it, there's some containers that are far away, and you want to move them a little bit closer. You took off the chicken soup, now I want to move it slightly closer in, so it gets hot. Right, you can imagine such a thing, right? That would be what? From number three to number two or number one. It's if it's not on it. What? So, yeah, it's number three. It's like, you've got the papers, right? So you've got the fire over there is area number one. Area number two would be like somewhere like over there. This is area number three. So if you've got something in area number three, can I move it to area number one? Raf, what do you say? Not really. You can't. Why not? It's not on the fire, basically. There's no shaykh as the ish. Mimela, that will be Nisina Lachatchele, that will be Asa. Okay? So now that we've got that, I want to ask Olam the following kasha. Um, what about this? What about this? This is very, very nagaya. What if you have a pot of chicken soup on the fire, on the hot plate, on the aish, that's on the black, whatever. And I've got a container on top of that pot. And that container is keeping it nice and warm. And there's no space to put it on the hot plate itself. I would like to, but there's no space. So I put it on top of the chicken soup. You ever saw someone do such a thing? It happens, right? You do it with bread, people do it with all sorts of things. Right, they put it on top of the chicken soup. Yeah, Elias, are you with me? Levi, you got it? The container's on the chicken soup. I take the chicken soup off. Can I put that container now down on the black? Hello? Anybody with me? My simple whole Shabbos, by the way. Masameh, what do you say? Mokhala, no? Why not? Why not? What's that? Oh, so Mokhala is feeling like a thriller. It wasn't on the fire. Now by lowering it down and putting on the fire for the very first time, people do this all the time on Jabba's Kodesh, by the way. Right? People do this all the time. They put the key gun on top of the chicken soup because there's not enough space on the hot plate. When they take the chicken soup off to serve the chicken soup, come on, now I have space on the hot plate. Let me put the key gun right down. I'm talking about directly down. I'm not talking about on top of something else, right? Directly. On top of the chicken soup, it's super hot. I doubt it. It's not going to heat it to Yad Tzeledis, boy. It's not going to heat it to Yad Tzeledis, boy. And, and... That's not considered to be Mexican Mabashal. Meaning, when you put a key on the top of a chicken soup, no one's going to say, ooh, you're cooking. No one's going to say that, right? But when you put it on the black, people are going to say that. No, that's Mexican Mabashal. Valdi, with me? Valdi. So you're allowed to or not? But if I say, unfortunately, people do this every single Shabbos. Are you allowed to do this or not? A hundred percent it's cooked. I'm asking to you. It's Mexican Mabashal, right? It, no, that's okay. To make it more cooked, it's not a problem. It's a double Yavish, no problem. Bishan, I'm not even 
Aaron, are you with me on this? You look puzzled. It's good, no? Huh? That's a good gigasha. Why does everyone do it? I don't know. So I'll tell you the answer. This is probably pshat. Let's be malam and discuss some klali song. I heard this kavod. First of all, the chazanish said what I just said, but I spoke. I remember speaking over. Taigoyin agod the rafal gzatzel, and he told me the following eitzah, which is a kavod the I never saw this eitzah anybody everywhere else, but this Aaron probably is what people do. This is why they do it because they do this eitzah. So mustomer, it's okay. What's the eitzah? The eitzah is like this. I always say kavod the eitzah. The eitzah is before Shabbos, put that keel directly on the hot plate. Put it directly on for a few seconds. Whatever, hold it. Pick it up, put it on top of the chicken soup now. It's ki'ilu, it was oidubiyodai the whole time. So when I put the kegel directly on the hot plate after the chicken soup vacates the area, it's chazara. Oidubiyodai, daitoi laksa, alamailas, warm, fully cooked. Boom, I can put it straight on the hot plate on Shabbos Kodesh. I don't have to worry about anything else. Valdegeitzer, a fan told me that you're allowed to do that. Ev Shabbos, put it on. So it's on there, lift it up. Now it's kilo oy to be because I want to put it back down when the chicken soup leaves. Move the chicken soup whenever you do that. You can put the kegel directly on the hot plate. Sick of all the gates, Aaron, this is trap. This is what people do. They do that. Mimela, that's the trap. There's not, not a problem. Okay. I will tell you, Chacham ben Shaul in the Olet Sion brings down a very similar answer to this as well. So he also goes like this, Chacham ben Shaul. Ah, unbelievable. You know the mice of the Chacham ben Shaul. Ah, everyone knows the Maisa, no? Everyone knows the Maisa. He came into Yeshiva one day with two ties on. He came in with two ties. He said, Rabbi, <laughs> I understand two pairs of tzitzis. This I hear, I understand. This I hear, we've seen this before. Oh, but two ties? So, and I is that, what's going He looked at him, <gasps> I can't believe it. I was up the whole night, as you do, learning, at the dining, the dining room table. I woke up in the morning, oh, Yvai, got a good Yeshiva. Ripped on a tie, ran to Yeshiva. I didn't even he was dressed on the night before. Ah, Unbelievable, I saw this, I tell you. Unbelievable. But anyway, I'll compone him, I'll compone him. That is the sugar over there. It's interesting how Tzvi has a similar Shaila, he's mystophic about the Shaila. But I'll compone him, Rafael told me that's an Eitzah, but it's a Modica Eitzah you guys could use in your homes when you get married. People don't know this Eitzah. Use the Eitzah, it's like a Valdiga Eitzah, an important Eitzah. Let's move on, Rafael, next sugar. This sugar is called Pinim Mechem Lemechem. Very interesting sugar in the Gemara. I'm going to read you the Lashna Gemara. The Gemara says, Shabbos Lamad Chesam al Beis. Boy, Rav Ashi. Pinim Mechem Lemechem Mahu. What is the din with taking something from, we'll call it, one pot to another pot? Let me tell you the simple case of the Gemara. The simple case, again, I should not say it's simple. It's not simple. It's complicated in the Rishonim, how you Pshat, the Ran, the Rashford, the Ritva, Ayn Shomul, the Mephoshim. But in a simple understanding, art scroll of the Gemara goes like this. If I have a pot of chicken soup on the fire, can I take this pot of chicken soup, pour it into another pot, and then take the second pot and put it on the fire? Pinami mechem lemechem mahu. the Gemara, what's the din? The Gemara does not answer the Kasha. The Gemara does not come up with a sack over there. Right? So it's a Shailu exactly what goes on. Major Shaila in the Rishonim, how do we paskin? The Morgan Avram, Lamaisa is Machme. The Mishnabur and the Heidegger Sharetzian is Mekel. What does this mean? That means, Halacha Lamaisa. Okay, this could be Nugget. Let's see a chicken soup is in too big of a pot. I've got no space. Let me pour it into a smaller pot and put the smaller pot back on the hot plate. Very simple Shaila. So Halacha Lamaisa. 
So just like I'm allowed to take one pot and move it to another pot, another flame, another blech, there's no problem doing that on Shabbos. So too, we're maker that you, what you could do is, is you could pour it into another pot, and that pot you can put onto the fire. So now here's the shayla, huh? You're cooling it down, but it's still Yad Saladis boy. And as long as it's Oda Biyada, Yad Saladis boy, according to, according to Ashkenazim, it doesn't have to be Yad Saladis boy, it can even be lower than Yad Saladis boy, it can be nice and warm. According to Sfaradim, it has to be Yad Saladis boy. It's for sure Yad Saladis boy. It may be in a cliche, but that's the shayla of the Gemara. I'm allowed to take them, put it on. Lemaisa, without getting too much involved, the Mishabura Lemaisa is Mekel. Let me give you something that's very again. Let me give you some of this again. What we're going to do is we're going to pose the Shaila. I'll give you what we say. And I'll tell you, Allah Khalamaisa, tomorrow we're going to go through a brand new sugya within this sugya to explain a whole different, a whole different, a whole different parasha. When you fill up, let's say for example, your children is burning or it's, it's missing liquid. What do you do on Shabbos? Move in. What do you do on Shabbos? If the children is missing liquid, it's getting dry out. I can already see it's drying out. You put some water in. Excellent. Where do you take the water from? First, hot. Let's not say some answers out loud and the names that said those answers because it's on it's on video and you know I don't want to spoil anyone's shit of chances over here. Where am I taking the water from, Rabbi Sai? I'm taking it from the urn. Why am I taking it from the urn? Because that's be hot, right? Official. Okay, very good. How are you getting it from the urn to the cholent? You have to lift up the urn. You lift up the whole urn. What do you do? Huh? One second, we're basically trying to figure this out. Hold on a second. The recipe. How do you put water in your children on Shabbos Kodesh? Very, very important. You either, Rabbi said, you either be high or not. It's up to you. Like, it's up to figure this out. What do you want? How do you take from it? Take it from the urn. What? Hold what? The pot. The trim pot. Yeah. Okay, hold it up. Okay. Some children out. No, instead of the name. Where do you get the water from, though? And, and it just magically goes from the urn all the way down to the children. How does it work? Are you putting it, what? You bring it to the urn? You take a, oh, you get a cup. Oh, so you put a cup there. Ooh. It's funny, right? Uh-oh. Okay. So that, I mean, that's what you used to do, you're saying. That's what you used to do. Okay. So basically, we have this exact shayla. What is the din of putting water into your children on Shabbos Kodesh? Maisim behold Shabbos. What do you do? You want to put it, put it in. So let me let me tell you like this. First of all, first of all, like this. There is obviously a shaila. Um, okay, maybe we'll start this around. Can I take a cliche? Can I take a cup? Put it under the urn. Open the switch. Take some water inside there and pour it into the children. Obviously, when it's not on the fire, like we've said so beautifully, it's not on the fire because that's a shaila of what? If I did it on the fire, what's the problem? What? No, not Bishul, everything's fully cooked. What's the Shaila of? No, everybody knows this. Huh? No. What's the, what would be the problem of putting the water in on Shabbos in the actual crock pot? No, everyone knows this. Everybody does this. Mmm, Mexican, it's fully cooked. It's Chazara. Hello? Ruben was basically right. You're basically on my to this. You know they say in Yeshiva places, no, say better. No, say better. Make it! When you pour the water in, it mixes things around. Even Allah Aish, even if it's fully cooked, she just has cold boy, shouldn't you trash, if you trash, the Allah Alamaisa, we're choishish. And therefore you can't do that. So you avada, you can't put the water in while the children is on the fire. Just avada, everybody knows. That's posture. Like Ruben says so beautifully, you take it out, hold it in your hand. I don't know how, by the way, technically it's quite difficult. You have to hold it in your odibiyada, you also have to get that cup, and that also has to be odibiyada, and you have to pour it in. It's like a whole mahalach over here. Guys don't cut the lumdus that goes on with adding water into a on Shabbos Kodesh. So it's an avoider. It's pachin and avoider. What machala? 
Huh? Away from meaning off the crockpot. But if it can remain yet to let us buy it, it's considered ala ish. If it's ala ish, then you can't add any water over there. Um, unless you unless you hold to the chazanish. And that way you hold that there's no such thing as a blech. Mimela, once you take it off, it will be awesome to have it back on, which I'm sure most people are not knowing, but if you are. Then in the then you have to be so much on the sheet that maybe the cold boy, uh, if you do it slowly, you should be shabbos prince, azala shita, efsha. But if you hold of a blech, you take it off in Gansen. Put what? The shonen? You're good. You can take the shonen out of the crock pot, put it on the counter, keep holding on to it with your other hand. Earn, water in, that's kavalik. But the problem of I say is this. The problem is pinim imechem lemechem means that once the water is, goes from one kli to another kli, the gemara is a kasha. And the gemara doesn't answer it. And then we're gonna rom is machme. But that's of the pie scheme is when you go from kli to kli. In other words, when you take the chicken soup for one kli and you put it into another pot, and that pot you put on the fire, that's after the shail of the Gemara. But over here it's worse. Why is it worse? Because over here you're putting it into another kli in between. It's much worse of the pie skim. So what do you do over here? You're allowed to put the water from the urn into a cup and from the cup into the children. That's the shaila. Let's just do this quickly. <laughs> Good. So, again, Rabbi Sai. Shabbos, Lamed Chesam, and Beit has a kasha. The Morgan Avram, the Meister is Machme. The Shatzian is Mekel, which means, according to the Shatzian, according to the Heilige Mishnah Buruda Alocha is, that I'm allowed to put it into a cup, and then put the cup into the actual Sholem. That's not a problem. Pina Mechel, Mechel, we're Mechel on that, even in this case, that it goes from an urn to a cup to the Sholem pot, that's okay. The Morgan Avram, which the Maisa Pashtas, the Balatanya, Shulchan Ocharav, Hashtetzach, Revel Yashav, and others held to be machmi, that you can't. So somebody called me up, he says to me, this was years ago, he says, you want to go to Revel Yashav, do you have a kasha for him? So I said, I have this kasha. I have this kasha. He said, he was able to ask one kasha. This was the kasha that I asked him to ask Revel Yashav. What should you do? Should you use a cup, put it under the urn, hot water, put it to the that way? Or do you, like some of the Olam suggested, maybe Asher, you suggest this one, you pick up the whole chulant and you put it under the urn itself. But then I have a problem. Why do I have a problem with that? Oh, look, Aaron, Fleischik. It's going to be from Fleischik. What's going to become Fleischik? The, the spout. And then tomorrow morning, big tzaddik will have coffee before shachris. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. I'm not getting involved with coffee before shachris. I don't know. I am Shom. Why? Because, why we come by Sheikh Aaron tell him? The steam. Zaya. Oh, yeah, everyone knows the Shulchanach and Yerodeh Simon. Tzadi Beis. Very clearly, Sivchez, Mishnah Mechshirin, the Rosh over there, Chuba Sabach, Mishnah Chuba brings it down. That if you have the Zaya, the Zaya goes straight into the spout. So ask them to ask Shubh Yashiv, what should you do? Shubh Yashiv Lemaisa said it's better, it's a better Eitzah to put it under. But here's the Eitzah. Lift up the lid first, so that the initial gush of the zea, of the of the steam, the fly shake, goes out. No, it's a little bit zeering, it's a little bit steaming. That little bit of steam, we've spoken about this before, if you remember before Shavuos, we discussed that, right, in Arichas, and Marosh Yeshiva of Scheinberg passed in this way, that zea that's got a place to go, it's not in a confined space, it's not going to be asking anything, but it will not make it fly shake. So it comes out, it's better to take the chulam pot itself and put it under the urn, 
and, and open the spout that way, and this way you've got no problems of, of pinim and mechem and mechem. But what most people in Kalei Yisrael do is, especially it's quite difficult to lift it up and put it under the thing, it's low down, it doesn't always work, it's complicated, is to do pinim and mechem and mechem, which according to Shatzin is mota, even through a kli, and therefore I can take the cup, as long as it's the whole time, and as long as my children is not on the fire, that's something else. Tomorrow what we're going to do is, we're going to try to give an entire shea dedicated to this, which is adding water to the shulant on Shabbos Kodesh. There's five different isurim that a person could be over on. Join us tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.